0: To help with the arrest. Hank's voice was tight. I disagree. See that shadow in the background? He's watching, like a voyeur. Max felt her stomach go queasy. He turned the full force of his gaze on his daughter. I thought you and Joe ended things before you went to France last year. We did? Hank turned to Walt. They need to be officially separated. Max leapt up. Hello? I'd like to have a say in this. Walt's voice was kind but firm. Joe will be reassigned. He looked at Max. And I'm gonna put you on temporary suspension. Max cringed. She'd hoped it wouldn't come to this. Just until the YouTube thing dies down. Meanwhile, you've got a bit of freelance work. What's your agenda? She shot back. It's the wine critic Ellen Jordan, Walt said. She received a threat and wants protection. This had to be a ruse, something her father and her mentor had cooked up. Ellen Jordan was her mother's friend. They saw each other regularly when Ellen was in town, but Max had not kept up with her. She hadn't even seen her when she was in France last year, involved in one of the biggest murder cases in the country. Now, Max felt like a child who was being sent to time out. She was pissed. So what am I supposed to do, hang out in a bar and watch her drink? Better than that, Hank said. You follow her to Bordeaux and get to use that French that made your mom so proud. Yeah, Walt said. You can order croissants every morning, he said to Hank. She won't touch our donuts, you know. Ouch. Max's years abroad, before she made the leap to follow in her dad's footsteps, was the source of much teasing from her fellow cops, who tried to knock her down a peg. Hank's fame as the NYPD version of Clint Eastwood didn't help. Max had to prove herself over and over to everyone. Once she had hooked up with Joe, she thought she'd no longer feel like an outsider. Now, all this was about to change. Before she left for France last spring and ended up solving a murder, Max learned that Joe had slept with another female officer. Feeling a little reckless after the breakup, she had had a brief fling with Olivier Chaumont, the examining magistrate on the case. When she returned to New York, she refused to go back to Joe when he tried to reignite their relationship. It had been awkward being partners after that, but neither wanted to complain for fear of being reassigned. There was no way she could explain all this now. Hank sat blinking like an old turtle. "'Your plane leaves at ten. "'Tomorrow morning?' He stood up, an intimidating presence at six-four. "'Tonight. You'll fly with Ellen Jordan to Bordeaux. Someone will pick you up and take you to the village of Saint-Emilion, a half hour away.' Recalling the days in Champagne without technology, Max said. I want a phone that works this time. You got it, Walt said. And bodyguards carry guns, right? You're covered, Walt said. I'll talk with our contacts at Interpol. But I don't think you'll need them. She knew what he meant. She was really going as a babysitter, not a bodyguard. Max hopped up and grabbed her short leather jacket off the back of the chair. By the way, Hank said as she headed to the door. Your jujitsu moves were impressive. It's that kill-bill attitude at the end that got you into trouble with the public. She stared hard at her father. He raped a woman, Dad. What was I supposed to do? Congratulate him? Max. She walked out. When she got to the subway station, her cell phone rang. It was Hank. What? Your mom and I will drive you to the airport. I have a ride, thanks. She hung up before he could call her on that lie. Hank had been discreet as he watched her climb from rookie to second-level detective, but now it appeared he was going to start micromanaging again. She jogged down the stairs of the subway station and hopped on the express train to Times Square. She didn't know who to be more furious with, her father or Joe. Until fifteen minutes ago, she had believed Joe's excuse that he had shown up too late to help. Now she had a mountain of doubt. On top of that...